Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Hulk like fire, door like water. I'm glad we found each other. I'm not hugging you. This is the days when one's biggest concerns were exploding wind-up penguins. Let's get dangerous. Alright, ready to go. Yeah, do the things. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I got, our, I got a very nice... I didn't tell you about this, I was saving it. I got a very nice compliment about our show the other day. Oh, yeah? Um, uh, Jeremy... Yeah, Jeremy, who's a nice guy I know. I've been on his podcast a couple times. He does a Stephen King podcast. He listens to our show. And he was like, well, it started. He goes, do you and Justin, like, record your podcast in the same room? Because it sounds like you do. And I said, no, no, he record, you know, and I told him that you live in California and I live here and that, you know, we both record our separate parts of the conversation and then I edit it together and I said, but I, I'm glad you think it sounds good. He goes, yeah, and you guys, you just, you know, you flow real well. Everything about your podcast is just real, like, natural and everything and it's relaxing to listen to and I enjoy it. And I'm like, well, Yay. good, I'm glad somebody enjoys it. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Okay, so... This is Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And I don't know how much Matt has done, but I've done done a couple of things. (laughs) I, well, this morning I just finished watching Avengers. And mostly all I've done this week is, yeah, mostly all I've done this week is watch X-Files. And I finished out the second season of Big Mouth. Nice. Well, okay, well. Yeah. Like, I, I remember, I, I didn't get a chance to watch Avengers, but I still remember it very clearly. Um, I was going to say, it's one, yeah, it's pretty, yeah. It's, a, it's a memorable movie. Yeah, I remember, I went to a midnight screening of it back home, because um, mm. you weren't available, you weren't able to go. Um, right. So I went, uh, and I remember leaving the theater like in awe because i was like because we waited like however many years at that point like this is the first time mm-hmm. and i was just like this is so good and then revisiting it um after the initial uh response mm-hmm. uh it's it's still a solid movie but there are some things in there that i'm like i'm like you can skip over this <laughs> Yeah, there are some things that I, just to get um, the negative parts out of the way, just real quick, because I don't have very many. Uh, I'm not a Joss Whedon person, and some of the things in this movie are very Joss Whedon-y in terms of just dialogue and timing of different uh, jokes and whatever. Uh, that kind of throw me off. Um, 
but not too much. Like, I don't think it's quite as bad in this movie as it is in uh, Age of Ultron. And also, God, I don't like the way this movie looks. I was watching it again um, for this, and I, now that I have my 4K TV, and I don't have, for anybody who might think I do, I don't have that motion smoothing turned on that makes everything makes everything look weird. It's just this movie... Joss Whedon and whoever his cinematographer are, it looks like the highest budget TV movie in history. Like, it has no... It just doesn't have any character in terms of... Like, if you even hold it next to a couple of the... Like, if you hold it next to Iron Man, Hulk, and Captain America First Avenger, it doesn't even look as good as those movies, let alone holding it next to a movie like, um, I don't know, something directed by Christopher Nolan like Inception, or next to even, not to compare it to the competition, but even Man of Steel, which is a movie I don't like the color grading of that movie, but still at least looks like something. Avengers looks very flat. Yeah, I mean, my biggest thing, I mean, like, it was like their first experiment. It's like, we got to give everyone enough screen time mm-hmm. after all this. I but thought like, they did I, that pretty well. They did it pretty well. and But mm-hmm. the, like you said, like the biggest dialogue, like it's a snooze fest after like during that bit and it goes on for far too long where uh hawkeye comes out of his uh like loki coma mm-hmm. like and they have that whole him and black widow have that whole talk on the quinjet mm-hmm. about how she still needs to get right off her ledger and i'm like oh god this whole right off her ledger i'm so done with it <laughs> yeah and it's not it's not super great, and especially uh, Scarlett Johansson in the scene with Tom Hiddleston. I don't think she's very great, but this also is the movie where Loki calls Black Widow a whining cunt. Yeah, pretty much. Because that's what mewling quim means in yeah. Old English. <laughs> yeah. So, that's pretty weird. But no, there is a lot. Like, this still has one of my favorite. This still has one of my favorite jokes, and uh, it's partly because of the way the actor delivers it, and I can't think of the guy's name. He's a really good character actor, but it's after uh, Banner wakes up after falling out of the sky as Hulk, and the guy says to him, are you an alien? What? An alien from outer space? No? Well then, son, you've got a condition. (laughs) Yes. It's so fun. It's just so good. And um, and probably the worst. Ton- this probably has the worst Captain America suit. Oh yeah. Well, the suit isn't too bad, but by the time he puts on the helmet and has like that net condom thing, it looks yep. really weird on him. Like yeah, it, it's just like oof. But no. But overall, like I just wanted to get my negatives out of the way. It's still a really fun movie to watch. Oh yeah, um, I enjoy it, like when Hulk. Beats up like one of my favorite scenes will always be when Loki goes through that huge dialogue in front of the Hulk, and yeah, the Hulk enough. just grabs him and smashes God. him. <laughs> yeah, and um, I'm not a big fan of superheroes versus superheroes, but uh, the way that it, uh, the way that they pulled off. Thor fighting Hulk was a way that made sense. Like Thor was really just trying to save the Quinjet 
for, or not yeah. the Quinjet, save the, the helicarrier from going out of the sky. Which, by the way, how stupid is S.H.I.E.L.D. to be... It didn't dawn on me until today when I was watching the movie and the, Quin, or the uh, helicarrier was going out of the sky. How dumb is S.H.I.E.L.D. that they actually build the... It's a giant flying boat! Like, yeah. what are you gonna <laughs> do if that thing falls out of the sky? <laughs> It's really not a good idea. It's a very structurally compromising thing. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, but, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's still a very strong movie. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of got everyone really on board with Loki being a threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still am not a fan of the the whole idea that Loki... And this is... I don't know if this is canon or not. What we talked about in the last... Uh, episode uh, that Loki was apparently controlled by the Mind Stone for the entirety of the movie. It didn't I seem like he yeah. was. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't... He didn't have the eye thing going on that uh, Hawkeye and Selvig did where their eyes turned that... I, I noticed that this time around. Yeah. He's very much not under the... Like, you can tell... He, they, they made a way for you to tell who was under the control of the Mind Stone, and it's because they had that eye thing going on. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense that him holding the Mind, the mind Stone on the scepter, mm-hmm. and but like everyone he touched, that made no sense. I was like, ah, I don't like the, like This theory has a lot of holes in it. No, it's the same, I, it's the same as them running with the whole idea that uh, Iron Man 2, that is Peter Parker... Mm-hmm. Like with the Iron Man helmet, the dumb kid in the Iron Man helmet mm-hmm. that tries to like shoot, imaginarily shoot at uh, the, at, the, at one, the, the droid, yeah, the drone, drone thing, droid, yeah. whatever. No, but it, it, in the movie, it makes a hundred percent sense what Loki is doing and why. Like, he it's a carryover from the Thor film, he still really hates thor and really wants power and so the he found someone way... else that gave, gave him power right the, it, he found thanos who offered him power and a way to get back at thor because he knows thor loves earth so if he takes over earth and rules everybody he gets everything he wants which is yeah. to crush thor and have power it's there's no reason he needs to be under the mind stone so, yeah. Yeah. Nope, good yeah. movie. I It's a really good movie, it. yeah. I haven't I hadn't watched it again in a long time. Like it still is really awesome once they're all finally together at the end and they do that round they do that like tracking shot around yeah. them. And That's the whole a great one. The whole final battle where they just keep tracking around New York showing what everybody's doing in the fight is really good. Um. Yeah. Nope. Avengers. Still enjoy it. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm not necessarily looking forward to. Uh. Is the next one? No, the next one's not Thor: The Dark World. It's uh Iron Man three, right? Yeah, Iron Man three is the next one, I believe. Oh, then I'm fine with that. It's the after Iron Man three is Thor: The Dark World, and yep, that's gonna be a problem. But I don't mind. Ooh boy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so yeah. Uh, Anyhow, yeah. Um, 
Oh, so apparently a bunch of NECA figures got released this past week. Um, I didn't really? realize most of them were. Uh, I went like I left my apartment on Wednesday because I was like I need to get leave and get out of the apartment because I've been spending way too much time playing Spider Man. Mm, um. Yeah. Which I'm gonna Such come back a good to. Game. Yeah. Which we're gonna <laughs> come back to that in a minute. Um. But I was like I was out and about for like 20 minutes and I was in this one store looking at a bunch of new NECA figures because there's a new gremlin that they just released Mm -hmm. where it's like he comes with like you can put popcorn the popcorn bags over his ears yep and stuff like that and then there's a there's new weird retro like Terminator line they Mm -hmm. just put out and then oh yeah they're based well they're doing the same thing with those Terminator figures that they did with Alien and Predator, where there there were uh, shit. What was the company that had it? Was it Hasbro or Mattel? One, either Hasbro or Mattel, used to have those licenses and put out lines of figures. And I had a lot of them. I had a lot of those Predator figures in the '90s. I had one or two of those Terminator figures in the '90s, and I had a couple of the Alien figures. And NECA is doing updated. Ver- are those out? They're out. <gasps> Ooh, I knew that the the Predator ones were out, and I haven't got those. But I- yeah, the three the the Predator versus Alien figures. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a bunch of those at work, and I'm like, yeah, these are all right. But and- Terminator, the ones yeah. I'm really yeah, Terminator was pretty sick. But the one that caught, but there's two that caught my eye. One was the Bride of Chucky set, mm-hmm. where you get both Chucky and Tiffany, and it comes with a whole mess of stuff but my okay. favorite uh accessory in that set is a tiny little like um like sample of sperm <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> i'm like i kind of need it specifically for this reason <laughs> that's amazing uh but they also put out the new 2018 michael myers i know i want it and i saw it and i was like well that's mine <laughs> Mm-hmm. I and then I immediately it. and then I immediately came back to my place and started playing more Spider-Man. <sighs> That's okay. It's a great game. So, like, I I played for like two, almost two days straight of mm. that. Like, did all the side missions. I actually completed all the research missions. Oh, you did <gasps> that billboard one. I did on the first try. You're fucking kidding me. No, it was super easy. No, it's... I hate you. (laughs) I tried like four times. Really? I I got it first shot. Fuck. Now I gotta go back and try again. Yeah, and then the pigeon one I just kind of did randomly. Like, I didn't even... I was like, oh, like every once in a while if I find a pigeon and there's nothing else going on, I was like, I'll give it a shot. And then I found... That was pretty much I, the way I did it. Was like yeah. if one popped up, I was like, uh, okay, fine." Yeah. So I'm at the point now in the game. Spoiler for if you guys have not played the game. So it's after, um, you find after the raft blows up, mm-hmm. and all the super villains are out. So you have to go after Electro and uh, Rhino. Yeah, I'm at that part where you have to choose between those two. But since I'm up to that point, I have done everything except for a couple, like, crime missions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to easily 100% this game. 
It's such a good game. And I haven't even started the three DLCs, but they also just announced a fourth DLC uh, that is involving the Fantastic Four more than likely. I saw that. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, so I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> this game's going to... This game's going to just take over. And it would probably be the first... I'm trying to finish this game before Kingdom Hearts comes out. That comes out soon. Next week. Yeah, that's the 18th. Yeah. So it's a week from when this episode comes out. I think... Oh, boy. Wait, what the hell hell day is this episode coming out? This is... Well, we're recording it the 13th. This one's coming out on the 15th. So it's coming out... It's got to be the... Games usually come out on Tuesdays. Does it come out? Yeah. um, So, huh. Does it come out the 22nd? I thought it came out... For some reason, I thought it came out the 8th. No! Punisher is the 18th. Yes, Punisher. Yeah. Oh, Punisher. I know what I'm doing all weekend next weekend. (laughs) Same. Yeah. That's going to take up so much time. (laughs) Kingdom Hearts is either the 22nd or the 29th now that I'm looking at the calendar. I think it's the 22nd. I can't remember which one of those. Yeah, I think you're right. Looking forward to that. I I thought I was going to be able to complete Kingdom Hearts 1 and I just haven't had time. I thought I was going to be able to replay 1 and 2 before and I just haven't. So that's I hopefully but. will be able to buy Kingdom I'm like that's like the one thing I'm pretty sure I'll probably buy as soon as it comes out, but I might have to mm-hmm. wait. Because I'm poor. <laughs> I've already got it pre-ordered, so I'm glad it's not coming out next week. Because next week is between paydays for me. So because uh, I don't get paid, I just barely got paid this Friday. So I don't. So I don't get paid until. Oh, I'm. If it comes out the twenty second, I'm still gonna be somewhat screwed because. Oh well, I'll figure it out somehow. I guess. Yeah, it's the same with me. I'm like, crap. I mean, I I mean, I can buy it, but I probably shouldn't. We'll see. Yeah, same I'm, thing. I can, but shouldn't, but I will because I've been yeah. waiting for this game for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to finish Spider-Man. I might have to. It's one of those things where I, I kind of hope I have enough memory on my mm. PlayStation to download it, but I will ha- might have to delete something. I was going to say, and do I'll, you have any games that you've finished that you don't think you'll play again? Is oh, I cleared play? that all out when I got Red Dead Redemption 2 because it needed so much space. Red Dead oh. Redemption 2 took took up so much, and I think I might have space if I delete the South Park games. Yeah, I've heard that... Um... Red Dead Redemption 2 is really big. It's mass. It's so much fun, but it is massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I haven't revisited that in a little bit, and I still need to because I want to finish that. But I, I like literally the games that are on my, on my PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. is Red Dead, Spider Man, and both South Park games. But I'll probably get rid of the mm-hmm. South Park games because I don't mind if I get bored, restart those, and have to right. start over. Right. Yeah. I'm looking so, I'm 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 just on I I'm on entertainment earth kind of browsing cuz I was going to see if I could order that uh Michael Myers figure and I got sidetracked and they have the pre-order for the SH Monster Arts Godzilla King of the Monsters King Ghidorah figure. Uh, fucking $180, dude. Yep, SH Monster Arts like, are oh not my cheap. God. 
I hate that so much. And oh, here's the go- the Godzilla's seventy. Oh my god. Yeah. No wonder I don't own any SH Monster Arts figures. That's why I own four, I think. <laughs> but also, I had like a super discount when I got them. Right. Except for the one I got at uh, the the that the stash. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> there's also there's I'm still waiting because there's also NECA's putting out that Godzilla that's like the old poster one. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. It comes with like the whole display, and I was like, God, yeah, I'm gonna need that when that comes out. That'll be worth it. Yeah. Speaking of Godzilla. Um, mm-hmm. The last of that anime series came out, uh, Godzilla Planet the Planet Eater, and because oh, I watched the yeah. first, because I watched the first two, I'm like, well, I have to be a completionist when it comes to Godzilla, mm-hmm. and I watched it, and it is awful. <laughs> For a movie titled Godzilla, whatever, there's maybe 20 minutes of Godzilla, and it's about an hour and a half long. That's pretty bad. It's it's so bad. It basically is a continuation of from the last two movies, which are also both awful. Yeah, um, I didn't even watch the second one. They're you all bad. How, you told me how yeah. bad it was, and I was like, uh. <laughs> basically, the crux of the third one is they have no idea how to be Godzilla, and they're like, we don't know what to do. And there's this like religious cult that's like, we never. Well, it's oh, it doesn't matter because we have a god that we pray to. Uh, that will come and cleanse the earth. It's Ghidorah. Um, mm-hmm. And so it does this whole... That's like the whole point of this. is like a whole religious belief bit oh, where man. the last 20 minutes or so is he puts an amulet in his eye and sacrifices a girl or tries to sacrifice a girl to bring King Ghidorah who is a dimensional beast from a completely different dimension who are that are three lightning snakes that come out of the sky come out of black holes in the sky that attack Godzilla but Godzilla can't attack them because that he can't touch them because they're from a different plane of existence and it's stupid <laughs> that sounds really bad it's really bad and they spend like way too long explaining that like over and over and over again that Godzilla can't touch it because they and they can't figure out why it's like it can touch him but he can't touch them what's the and it just so it like beats you over the head with its repetitiveness hmm it's awful that's really bad the i mean it looks cool like there are some pretty cool like animation things they do but mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is just so dumb. Hmm. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, what was really good is I read the new latest issue of he- the like one of the only comic I'm reading. Heroes uh, uh, in Crisis? Heroes in Crisis number 4. Nice. Damn, it's so good. But everyone's now being all um angry because of the way they show Batgirl in it. Uh, explain. There's this one... So the whole... For those of you who don't know, Heroes in Crisis is like a... It's like... deal. It's a, it's a great story. I don't want to spoil anything, but a lot of people die. 
Um, uh, I know only you one know person one. that dies, so please don't. Spo- yeah, don't spoil yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but it's there's this place called like I forget if it's called I think it's called like the lighthouse or safe house. It's a safe house basically where people where heroes go to deal with like their issues, kind of like PTSD. Right. Um, it's a lot of that stuff. It's really intricate. It's very interesting. So you get all these characters talking about it. And one of them in this late, so it's like usually a nine panel uh, page where it's a character talking about stuff. And in issue number four, they have that nine panel section of Batgirl where she takes off her belt mm-hmm. and stands up and shows where she was shot by the Joker. Like okay. it's a wound thing. Not, that's it. Like she doesn't take off her pants. Mm. or anything like that it just it's just her like showing from her back so you're looking at her butt at like the exit wound hmm. uh but it's the tight it's like her costume it's just you see basically her midriff where the bullet hit her and she goes that's where it hit me and that's all it is mm-hmm. and a bunch of people are super upset because it's like oh it's sexualizing Batgirl, and they don't <laughs> like the way yeah wait what yeah it's stupid. Her lifting up her top to talk about a trauma that happened in her life. People are mad because it's because the way she's drawn is sexy. Oh. Yeah. And yet Nightwing's ass being a thing is like a thing that's okay. Like I and don't bat, understand. And bat and ba- everyone was all upset when uh, they had Bruce Wayne's penis and damned. I don't understand anything anymore. Yep. I just don't understand anything anymore. <laughs> I it's, hate everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Oh my god! Like, so you guys definitely need to go and read Heroes in Crisis because you can get a quote-unquote sexualized version of Batgirl. <laughs> I do want to read Heroes in Crisis. I it's so damn good. I keep waffling on getting, um, and I think at this point I'm going to sign up for at least a couple months of DC Universe. It's like seven bucks a month, I think. I think I can spare like seven or fourteen. Yeah, I think I can spare enough money to sign up for at least a couple months to see what I think of it, and hopefully the comics section on there because I'm not up to date with anything comics wise in fact i'm on amazon right now looking at comics i need to catch up on and i'm like oh i everything that i need to catch up on is over ten dollars so i can only afford to buy like one at a time which is going to take me forever to get caught up i'm waiting on the dc app i'm Mm. i'm actually waiting till all the episodes of young justice outsiders drop Oh, yeah, because they're doing it week by week, aren't they? They're, like, dropping three episodes, like, a week or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to wait for the whole thing because okay. mm-hmm. that's the only real reason I want it. Yeah. And But all I've heard is nothing but great things. Same. I haven't seen anybody be upset with Young Justice. Yeah, so... And you know I, what? Honestly, yeah. I haven't seen too... This is a weird thing. I haven't seen too many people... 
say which surprised me i haven't seen anybody have really too many problems with titans which i thought was going to be more of a i thought titans was going to be more of a thing i've seen people say they think it has some weaker episodes like they think maybe the first episode isn't very good and then they think there's a couple episodes after that that aren't as good as the others but everyone's like oh yeah overall not too bad and I'm like that's surprising because based on the trailer I thought more people were going to be like I thought there was going to be more like division like a lot of people hating it but so far all I've seen is people like oh yeah I was actually surprised that I liked that as much as I did see I think I told you like um I watched the first episode at a friend's house Mm -hmm. and um I stopped halfway through the first episode because I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> right, yeah. Because I had the hardest time getting into it because it was just so, like, nothing felt generic. and Nothing felt like it had a flow. It was mm-hmm. just like, nope, get them all together somehow. It just felt like, no, this thing happened, then this thing happened. I was like, I like, and I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm yeah. totally okay with this, not watching it. Mm-hmm. And then just what I've seen from, like, Doom Patrol and stuff like that, I'm like, this doesn't interest me at all. Right. Like, Cyborg looks, like, Cyborg looks awful, and I'm just, I don't know, it feels like a, a, sort of like, like it feels like a high-end TV show, sort of, but they kind of skip down some of the costumes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Wow. But but I am intrigued by Swamp Thing when that comes out, and actually the Justice Society. Yes. Yep. Because that uh, I was actually kind of Star Girl, and yeah, I was like because they just released so many people in that. I'm like, all right, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Could be. I. I'm. Yeah. I'm mostly interested in it at the moment. For. Um, the fact that it has comics and for um, Young Justice. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty much it. Right. That is pretty much it for right now. Yeah, because, like, I went – every time I go to the comic shop to pick up the look at comics, I'm, like, looking at half the stuff and I'm, like, I am so far behind on so many things. But a lot of it doesn't interest me. Like, the mm-hmm. next comic I know I'm getting is Batman 1000. Or Detective One Thousand. Detective One Thousand. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, do. I'm like. Pick, yeah. I'm like. I'm getting that no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure. But a, I, yeah, but apparently beyond that, like DC and Marvel, like I I have I haven't picked up like a Marvel book in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm way behind. I gotta. I. So many things going on that I can't catch up on everything. There's too many things. Yeah, stop making things. Stop making new things. Let me get caught up on the old things that I haven't been able to. <laughs> too many things. I'm having problems getting... Because uh. like I said, uh. when I was watching Avengers this morning, I was like, man, I haven't watched this in a really long time. Like, why haven't I watched this in a really long time? Oh, yeah, because there's like a thousand other things that I still yeah. have to. <laughs> lately, I've, like most of my DVD Blu-ray collection lately that I've been buying on this end hasn't really been new films. It's more been like steelbooks or like 
newer versions of older films that are put mm-hmm. out by specific companies. Yeah. Like yeah. I watched like Phantasm and I'm like a remastered Phantasm. And I was just like on Steelbook and I was like, man, when was the last time I watched this movie? <laughs> I don't think I'll ever watch that movie again. It was, uh, I didn't like it very much, but it's a cheesy ass flick. I, I admit it, but I, for something about it, something about it, I'm just like, this is hilarious. Not only is it cheesy, I just don't think it's that interesting. I, don't think very much happens in terms of like no it's very plot there's so many plot holes there's nothing really it's not that scary not that much happens like the tall man is like the coolest thing about it but he does nothing he barely even shows up in most yes yeah it's a weird movie i didn't it's a weird one yeah i didn't enjoy that i i totally admit it but i was just also like cool steelbook i like it right yeah of course because I am, I am horrible like that. Yeah, I know. But uh, so I well, the new Mike, the new Halloween comes out next week, I think. I know. I was in Walmart yesterday, and you can do this thing now, which is weird. They do this thing now where you pick up a card and you go to the reg. They sell. They basically sell download codes at Walmart. Like it's yeah. just like a cardboard card. So I saw the the cardboard card out there. Um, because I did, uh, I I had to go to Walmart yesterday for something else, but I breezed through the movie section, like I always do, and I actually got uh, the It miniseries on Blu-ray. I still only ever had the old It on DVD, and it was not even like modern DVD. It was like old school DVD, where like partway through you had to go over to the player and flip the disc over. Oh yeah. <laughs> Remember those? I had that for um, oh, into I have it for a the, couple uh, movies. For, yeah, I had um, it for a Stephen King film where they're like trapped in like a house and during a storm. Storm of the century. Is it storm of the century? I think so. I've never it was actually like some seen guy, storm like of the century. some guy is like, and some evil guy causes a storm or whatever. Yeah, storm of the century. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had that for storm of the century. I still have some double-sided DVDs because once upon a time, I got a collection of all the Hammer Horror Dracula movies, but it only, it had like, uh, it was like three or four discs and then one movie per side instead of being like uh, six, six or eight discs, whatever it was. It was two movies per disc, but it was one movie per side. Oh, wow. So I still have those. Um, I have something else. That, it's weird, but it, it, yeah, when I was in the movie section and it was like five bucks for the Blu-ray of it, I'm like, yeah, I want this on Blu-ray, number one, so I don't have to flip it over ever again. And number two, it would just be nice to have the, the picture quality be there. So It's kind of funny because I'm kind of hoping there's a steelbook at Best Buy for the new Halloween because that's the thing I've been doing a lot. If there's movies I haven't like, if there are movies I own on DVD that I find that that I find like I was almost gonna buy it the other day. There's a steel book of like Hellboy two. Okay. And I was like, I don't own this on Blu-ray, but I can't get this and not have a steel book version of the first Hellboy. So I'll wait. Gotcha. Yep. So. um 
I like I said at the beginning of the show, I did finish watching the second season of Big Mouth. There's only two right now. There's a third one coming, and I still really think you would like this show. In the second season, there's a character that shows up called the Shame Wizard. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm familiar with the Shame Wizard. And he makes everybody ashamed of like their, you know, their their bodies and their feelings about sex. But one of the main characters, Andrew, realizes that he like gets turned on by being shamed. <laughs> so he ends up briefly dating one of the popular girls who's like a bully because she like calls him like a big fat pear-shaped loser. And he like gets all turned on and starts making out with her. It's so fucking funny. I'll get around some point. Yeah. Like, I've seen episodes when I'm at places, but I, overall, I was like, just never really got around to it. Yeah. Right now, everyone's telling me I need to watch this Netflix series called You. I'm reading the book. It's creepy as fuck. That's all I've heard. It's, it's, um... It's a, about a guy named Joe who is a weird stalker. Uh, a girl walks into the bookstore he works in and he like thinks she's gorgeous and that she wants him. So he gets her name off her credit card and starts stalking her and start. And in the book, there's part of the reason it's creepy is it's all told from his point of view. So it's all his thoughts. And there's sentences like... Um, right now, uh, what is, it? oh, he, he steals her old cell phone at one point so he can read all her emails that she sent, but it doesn't, for whatever reason, oh, her mother doesn't pay her or her mother pays her cell phone bill. So she replaces her cell phone without telling her mother. So both phones are active at the same time. So he can read all her communications with her. Uh, friends via email and Facebook and Twitter and everything. And she says something about him being like a maybe after they go on their first date. And he, he goes, well, right now I'm a maybe, but I'll be a definite after you have the honor of receiving my cock. And I'm just like, ew. Oh, that's so fucking, I was like, Oh, that's so fucking creepy and weird. (laughs) And that it's, it's really uncomfortable. It's not like a, and he does like turn into a. It's not even a spoiler. It's on the back of the book. Like he it's does in the trailer too. He becomes a murderer at some point to like try and control her life and who's in her life. And it's it's not like horror necessarily. It's just deeply uncomfortable. Like, All right. Um, I don't know how uncomfortable the series is because I don't know a lot of the things I find most uncomfortable are things he's saying to himself and thinking in his head Uh, because there's another point where he starts to like train her it's it's so weird he goes um, they're in like a restaurant or whatever and she starts to get up and he says sit now lay down on the bench and close your eyes. And then he says, I'm training you to treat me right. And I'm like, oh, God, that's so fucking weird. So I don't know how well it's going to come across on TV. But the book, not a lot makes me super uncomfortable. Yeah, Just because, you know, when you become a horror fan, certain things just start to go away, sort of, in when you're... 
watching movies or reading stories, but this book makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uh, Jenny and I, we were talking about this last night about horror films and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were kind of having the same idea. It's like, I was like, I love horror, I love that stuff, and there's not very many, uh, um, like I'm like, and she she was really funny about it. She was like, she's like, there's like no movie that disturbs you, is there? I'm like, oh yeah, there are. It's just really hard to find, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it... like I like you, I, I would watch down... so many things. I think with you, it comes down to just kind of how realistic it is because it's just a very simple story about uh uh an insane person who is uh, training this woman to be abused, basically, so he can control her life. So it's got that really just... You know, like I said, there's something just very real about it, which I think is what makes it uncomfortable. Like, you know, when you're watching something like Halloween or you're reading whatever or you know the exorcist or whatever there's nothing really real about those like you're very aware that it's just like a fake situation but when you're doing something like you you're like oh god there's like a million people in the world there's a a million people or more in the world who are probably in the same situation as this poor girl is in right this minute yeah so yeah and yet, I still want to watch the house that Jack built. <laughs> mm, I got spoiled on the end of that movie the other day. Oh, uh, yeah? Gonna, I'm not going to tell you about it, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, I've heard the, the movie is still very uncomfortable, but the end made me go, all right, maybe now I'll see how this movie like now i kind of want to watch it it was i am those... intrigued but i'm not a big fan of the director like he's Lars not Trier. yeah i'm mm. not a huge fan of him usually um did you see but... nymphomaniac part one or two i don't think i saw i never saw this one i only saw antichrist mm. um, nymphomaniac was uh not great uh yes. it was really long um and it was pretty boring. I think the real selling point of Nymphomaniac, which was not much of a selling point because internet porn exists, but the the selling point of Nymphomaniac was all the sex in the movie was unsimulated. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, I I did watch both parts. I was just bored for most of yeah. it. Yeah. Like I I kept thinking, when is this gonna get? Uh, exciting and it never really did like it, it really is just this story about how the main character uh, became a sex addict and how she could only ever be satisfied not just physically but emotionally by Shia LaBeouf's character it was dull so yeah I don't know I, I I'm very cute like all I've heard about um House of Jack Bill is just how disturbing it is with mm-hmm. Uma Thurman and Matt Dillon, mm-hmm. and like I, one one of my friends saw it and he's like, I left halfway through, and I was yeah. just like, now I'm interested. I'm pretty sure there's a part, 
in that movie where he dismembers a child? I think it's a duck. A I think it's a baby duck. Okay. I don't know if there's a child. I, I would be surprised. Oh, no, there's a scene where he hunts children. He hunts a family. I, yeah, I, he dismembers. I know he dismembers people, but I don't think they're children because they would not get away with that this day and age. <laughs> probably not. No, I I don't know. It's that's one of those movies I'm kind of waffling back and forth on. Like, there's some. If I could get a free version of it, yeah. I'll watch it. Kind of like how uh, I never had any desire to watch a Serbian film. Like I heard about a Serbian film Oof. and I was like. Did you see a Serbian? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it was it was pretty rough. Oh God! Oh Jesus! I don't even know how to describe it. I just remember watching, it going, "Why is this entertaining?" Like that? Yeah, that's 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 pretty much why I didn't watch it because I had heard it was just nonstop brutal from beginning yeah, to end. It is. Mm-hmm. I never finished it because. Um, because I was all like, I was like, okay, I like gore and stuff like this, but this is a little much. Like, mm-hmm. like my guilty pleasure is the soft franchise, mm-hmm. and I know that's like, that's like, that's like a scrap scrape on a knee compared to these films. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, okay, all right, I'm good, I'm fine, I don't need to watch this. This is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't even. The Saw films are even... Like, I don't like them, really. I'm just not entertained by them. But even those are... Uh, a le- Except for the first... I saw the first, second, and maybe the third. I know they got more ridiculous as they went on. Oh, they got super ridiculous. The first one was pretty serious and pretty bleak. Yeah. Um... But as they went on, they just became that sort of like splatter film that like they did the, the same thing like Final Destination did, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and uh, I like Hostel does like yeah it became like it went from like subtle, uh, subtle like sort of serious, not much mm-hmm. with Final Destination. And then it just went nuts. Well, I think, I, I guess the point I'm trying to get at here is when it comes to, like, the gore and the, like, the brutality, I think there's a point in movies like that where uh, gore and brutality become so over the top that you are aware that it's fictitious and ridiculous versus... Yeah, gore porn. Yeah, versus something like uh, the soft, the first soft film or seven, where it's, <clears throat> or even if you go even darker, like apparently a Serbian film or the the house that Jack built, where it's too, I guess too realistic is the word, like. You go past the point where it's you, a more grounded, disturbing, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, that's what I don't like. Possibility, mm-hmm. and that's really what I don't, really what I don't like. And um, I think the one that does that the best that I enjoy the most because I think it's just realistic enough is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, 
I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the one that is kind of on like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is very realistic, very probable, very grim, but it's not over the edge. It's still just over the top enough, I guess is my point. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. It yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh those films are always I, I always have a spot for majority of horror regardless good bad love pretty much all of it mm-hmm. but there is a even, point yeah cuz i was even thinking like um i thought high tension was even kind of a rough one to get through you remember that high movie, tension uh, yeah the french one the movie's bullshit <laughs> only the yeah. like the last 10 minutes is bullshit <laughs> Because it makes no sense. Yeah. Well. Speaking of movies. Uh, so. You saw the three big, yesterday. Oh, God. Okay. So, yeah. I went to. I took the day off. I didn't. I said I was going to call out. I didn't. I said I was going to go do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't call sick. So, I I didn't get paid for this. But it was free anyway. So, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. I went to the Shyamalan-a-thon. Shyamalan-a-thon which was a three-movie set where we started with Unbreakable, watched Split, and then mm-hmm. had a, mm-hmm. a special screening of Glass that comes out this Friday when this episode airs. Nice. And, whoa, it is, it was awesome. The whole experience is awesome. It was so cool. Um, mm-hmm. It, it, the, the, but it, it was a lot so much like, oh that's I've, yeah that yeah, was I've never what, done eight hours in a six hours. six hours in a movie theater yeah yep six hours with like 15 minute intervals between each film um mm-hmm. uh there was a contest i didn't do it because i hate it i don't like it uh you eat three things of flan you get a poster Ew. of the Come on. Why? yeah like cut yeah you yeah they had but I really wanted the poster because it was a po- it was a print of the promotional art that Alex Ross did signed by Alex Ross <clears throat> and I was like I don't oh. like flan and it, oh I want that <laughs> um. The guy who won it didn't know who really Alex Ross was. And I was just like, I will beat what? you for it. Yeah. It's like, I will. You don't I will deserve to have down. that yeah. guy where exactly. Um, But the experience itself is very interesting. I, when we watched Unbreakable, I had not seen that movie in years. Uh, it's been so long. I've still watched... never seen it. I still yeah. need to. <laughs> uh, I've never. Yeah, it's been a long ass time. Um, but we watched it in its original thirty five millimeter, which was really cool. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And it still is a solid movie. That movie mm-hmm. is freaking solid. Um, I, like I, after watching, I was like, "This is fantastic! Like, this is such a good thing." Yep. Um, and then. We watched Split, which mm, I love. Split, it's so it's good. so good. It's Friggin a great a. movie. I like. I've watched. I hadn't seen that since it was in theaters. La- uh, like 
two years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still so between James McAvoy. James McAvoy just steals that freaking movie. Oh, of course he's yeah he's great yeah. in that movie. Like the uh, Arya Johnson, Arya something Johnson's great. It, yeah, it's just oh my god, like. And then, I don't want to give too much away on Glass, but I know no, that no one else has had the chance to see it yet. But here's what I will say: it's a fantastic movie. Like I know critics are very touch and go and are very eh about this film. Yep, of course. And I can I can understand why in a, to a certain extent. Mm. I strongly recommend. To everyone who gets a chance. If you can. If not. Whatever. To watch Unbreakable and Split beforehand. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's one of those that you kind of just need to know. It it really helps. That's that's what I think is the downfall. Okay. Is if you've seen those, I think you get more enjoyment out of – you'll get more enjoyment out of Glass. But I think if okay. you're, you should be fine for the most part with Split if you remember. Like for you, it's gonna be a little bit tougher because you haven't seen Unbreakable. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna rent Unbreakable. It's three ninety nine to rent on Amazon. I I am gonna rent it and then I'm gonna watch Split a second time because I've only seen it once. Yeah. But um, I do need to see Unbreakable because I don't even know. Who Bruce Willis's character and right. Samuel L. Jackson's character are. Exactly. And I think you will be lost if you just go into glass not knowing that. Right. And it's just honestly, it's a solid trilogy. And I think, like I said, like it really helps watching all three of these movies back to back. Like to really put it in perspective. Yeah. Um but the other thing I will say is there's a lot of throwbacks. In glass to mm. the other films, and I think that I think that's what the I didn't read what the I I ignored what the critics and a lot of people say, um because yeah. I don't like go I don't like other people's opinions to kind of sway how I perceive, but honestly, like this is a damn good movie, like cool. It felt long, but I think it was only because of watching all three movies. Like, it felt like a marathon, man. Like, it was totally... I thought it was totally worth ditching a day of work to go and experience yeah. something like that. Um, we had a little bit of a of a preview from M. Night Shyamalan from New York that same night. Because they were doing it in New York as well. Um, ah, so gotcha. he was there doing like a little Q and A before, so we got to see some of that. Um, I mm. only went to the bathroom twice. Wow! Throughout, <laughs> yeah, I only missed like five minutes of Unbreakable. I had to like pick my spot for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is. It's damn good. I won't say it's amazing, but mm. I'm very curious how other people are going to feel about it because it. it because I think, like I said, like I think a lot of people who saw Glass, like either had not seen the other two, or it's been mm-hmm. too long where there's a lot of stuff. Like it does. If you watch it by itself, there's a lot of stuff that gets missed. 
That's the problem with it. That would maybe be the one thing I will say negative. Is it definitely right, feels like I you should watch the others. Part of the thing with that, though, to me is like, okay, but that's pretty normal nowadays. Like, you can't go see an Avengers movie without seeing some of the movies before it. So, right. You know. No, and it makes sense. And it was one of those things that were, um, like, even M. Night, uh, like, Shyamalan said he always considered these three movies as a trilogy. Just at the time of Unbreakable, he wasn't sure how it was going to work. Mm-hmm. Because that came out before all the comic, all the superheroes and comics. And, like, people were saying, like, you can't just, you can't make a comic book movie. That's never going to sell. Right. Like, so... I, and, and and I think that will plays a factor for this specifically because unlike the Marvel films where like or where like three come out a year mm. like Unbreakable came out 19 years ago wow okay yeah yep you're right it did wow yes mm-hmm. so and split was like two years ago. So uh, I think that kind of plays into where people just have to try to remember mm-hmm. Unbreakable. Right. Like, I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, I've seen Unbreakable. I'll go see this and not have to worry about it. Then trying to remember because there's just a, there's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. But it's – but again, like Bruce Willis, Samuel Jackson, great, great in glass. But fucking A, McAvoy. Just, yeah. Killing it. Nice. I'm looking forward to him in It Chapter 2 as well. Yeah. That's what, April? No, that's all the way in like September. Oh, no. I'm thinking Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery's earlier, yes. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly. The, actually, I can look. I have it somewhere. It's it's earlier, though. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Stephen King films coming back. Right, and, yep. Yeah. I'll just check my calendar. But I think you're right. I think Pet Cemetery is... April maybe I have it marked down here March March is us and Captain Marvel yeah Pet Cemetery is April 5th oh so it's Shazam yeah Shazam so, oh yeah that's coming yeah. out mm-hmm. there aren't any really good movies coming out at least on my calendar here for any of February or <laughs> so oh it's gonna be a long couple months in terms of Actually, February is a short month, but just in terms of like waiting for movies to come out at this point, because that's yeah, mostly, I, um, yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Like, I usually go to the movies a lot, but that was because of like thanks to like things like Movie Pass and stuff, right? Like, so unless I find another version of that, like AMC's StubHub, mm-hmm. like yeah, it's gonna be a while before I go back to the theater. Yeah. Well, but yeah. People, I strongly recommend people go see Glass. Nice. And then form your opinions however you see fit. But don't listen to the critics or listen. I don't care. Whatever. I don't like. I just don't like people. Yeah. Listen to people that you. Like, I'm not going to say necessarily don't listen to critics because um, I think there are some that. There are some that are fair. But there some are that some are that are just that are so biased for no basically reason. Basically, there are always some that will, if you follow them long enough, 
you'll realize that you have similar tastes to this particular person. Like yeah. I always, I always talk about on here. Uh, great guy. I'm friends with him on Twitter and on Facebook, and he does reviews. In fact, he recently became. Not that this matters, but he did recently become a uh, Rotten Tomatoes verified uh, reviewer. And I can't remember exactly what publication he published. I think he publishes in multiple ones, but Zaki Hassan, nice guy. And it just turns out that Zaki and I have similar tastes. So generally, if I read a review that Zaki wrote, I can pretty much make a pretty good uh, call on if I am going to like a movie or not. I'll still see it for myself and judge it for myself, but if I see Zachy likes something, I generally go, oh, that probably means I'm going to like it. And if I see that Zachy didn't, not because like I think he's like right about everything, I've just been following him long enough that I... and seeing movies and reading what he has to say about movies that I know our opinions match up a lot. So if you want to find somebody that if you want to like read reviews before a movie comes out, find somebody that you know that, you know, your views kind of match up with so that when they go see a movie, you can have a pretty good idea that what they think about the movie is probably going to be pretty close to what you think about the movie yeah you know so that's all yeah makes yeah. sense mm-hmm. anyway i don't have anything else for this week um i work yeah i got all six days of this week i was very busy this week uh because of the way my day off schedule works that i didn't get to anything this week but uh avengers and yeah and yeah it's gonna be yeah i don't think i have anything really planned this coming week Mm -hmm. uh i might i don't know who knows i might find something but i might just also lay around so it might be a very very light week uh for the next podcast cool so if you got stuff yes if you guys have stuff you want us to talk about, make sure to let us know. Definitely. Um, we always listen to suggestions and try to hit them up when we can. Um, I have tomorrow off, so... I mean, punish... If, it depends on how much Punisher we get through. I'm just going to try to get some stuff done in terms of... Yeah. Yeah. Try to get stuff done in terms of... Um. Yeah, I lost my train of thought in terms of geek <laughs> stuff. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I was That's like, what well, I was trying to say. For a minute, I was like, "Is he having a seizure? Is something happening that I don't know about?" <laughs> no, no, I just lost my train of thought. No, I'm gonna try to get um. I'm gonna try and get some stuff done tomorrow on uh, geek front while I am off for a day. Yeah. Alrighty. Yep. All right, cool. Well, that's it, everybody. Goodbye. Later. (laughs) 
The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom on online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Wow. Do you really think that... Oh, wow, they just... They really just vanish. Huh? Oh. That's rude.